The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tatum slips out. Fires the three, made two in a row, make it three. Jason Tatum, not always there when you call, but always on time. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network. And today is Friday, May 12th. And I am excited because we got an extraordinary guest here. Um, you know him, you've read him, you've seen him forever and ever. The Hall of Famer, Mark Stein one of the very best in the business to cover the league. Uh, so excited to have you here with me today, Steiny. Thank you for such a kind intro. Not all true, but I'll take it all. Def, thank you. It is all true. It is all true. And of course, we know we can still read read your work and all your writing on your Substack Steinline. You also have an incredible podcast with TNT's Chris Hain called This League Uncut, which... Um, I, I'm excited about enjoying listening to, but what I really want to get into today is uh, some of these games last night. I mean, we have been treated to a fantastic postseason to this point, uh, but all on the line for Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center last night. Game six had an opportunity to close things out at home. They even had a lead there in the fourth quarter. And the Celtics go on to win this one, 95-86, to 86, uh, forcing a Game 7 back in Boston. Jason Tatum struggled through the m- most part of this game, 1-13 through three quarters, then four big fourth-quarter threes. Here's Tatum. Fires over and beat. Got it! Finally, Tatum connects from deep. Uh, some touches that didn't find Joel Embiid towards the end of the game. I think there was a lot of focus on that, uh, just how Philadelphia was unable to execute there at home. But Stein, when you look at this game, look at the potential missed opportunity for the 76ers, what jumps out to you about what you saw in that one? I shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't be surprised because 
these playoffs this season, you know, we, we've seen a lot of curveballs, more than we normally see, but I really thought this was Philly's time. I thought they cleared an immense psychological hurdle by winning game five in Boston. I really thought that the Celtics were in a bad place and for three quarters, it did look like the Celtics were still in that bad place because Tatum, as you said, just could not buy a bucket. But, you know, we do this a lot in the NBA. We kind of jump to the conclusion that team X is not going to respond well. Like they will never recover from <laughs> uh, death blow Y and, uh, the Celtics did, and I mean, missed opportunity is, man, we're we're underselling it. I mean that you know, now we're gonna say all the same things about Philly. They're never gonna re- they're never gonna react. You know, they're never gonna be able to just get past a loss like that. They've blown it, Game Seven. But there, there is you know, there, this season there, we even before the playoffs started, we just had this long list of teams, you know headed by a Dallas, a Portland, a Washington, just so many teams at a crossroads roster-wise. And then in the playoffs, you add Milwaukee, now Phoenix. I mean, if Philly loses this series, especially from the position they were in, I mean, they they're going to go to the top of that category because they they're going to they're going to have tough roster questions. Uh Whereas, you know, just a couple days ago, you think, okay, man, the Celtic or the, the, the Sixers have gone to Boston. They've won two road games in this series. Now they're going to close this thing out in five. And it, it's going to be fascinating for the armchair psychologists of among us at home or in the arena watching this thing. Cause, um, man, Philly, if, if, if Philly loses this, you know, all, you know, Doc Rivers is already hearing it about his, you know, 17 and 32 record in closeout games as a coach. And, you know, this would be another huge opportunity lost. James Harden is under the microscope already. And Joel Embiid, frankly, too, you know, Joel Embiid is upset. He didn't get touches uh, late and and the late numbers support that. He only had two points and no rebounds in the last six minutes. So, Man, it's just it is. Uh, it, but but that it, and it's wild, and and you're saying it. But when you put in perspective all of those things, I think too those were a lot of the questions we were asking for both sides. Then heading into this game six with Boston, and you know what their team and their roster looked like if they were not, and, and still that's going to be the question in game seven, able to advance in the series. The questions about Joe Missoula, um, all of that building as you look ahead in what this means for both organizations. Uh, for game seven in particular too i think there's an added layer given the fact of those probably being the the favorites coming out of the east and who they may play if it is the miami heat who they may play in the west and just the pathway to not only get to the finals but what that would look like for you what is the key to game seven for for either of these teams um what do you look at as the most significant factor given what this means it's funny what you say because i've been saying that for 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 days and maybe even weeks now that once Milwaukee went out, I think most people around the league said, okay, Boston, Philly, the thought really going into these playoffs was that Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly, these are the three best teams in the league in in some order. The playoffs will settle it. And so when Milwaukee falls out and suffers this just 
crushing first round loss, you think, okay, we have to, you know, Boston or Philly, whoever gets out of this series, that's your that's your favorite to win it all. And I don't feel that way now, <laughs> no matter who comes out of this series. The frailties of both the Celtics and the Sixers, everything we question about these teams has just been on, seemingly on display night after night after night in this series. So maybe there is this huge psychological boost for the winner. I mean, Boston obviously has home court again. Um, you know, may, this season has been so weird that maybe this is the year that, you know, you say, okay, Philly can pick up all the pieces and win a third road game in this series and and, and force a game seven. Um, but, you know, Boston's made its big switch. I would expect them to stick now with, with the new starting lineup. They've gone back to, you know, two bigs with Robert Williams. You know, Joe Mazzulla, as you said, was under huge pressure and makes the lineup change. And and ultimately it works in game seven. But um, I'm really curious to see demeanor wise just what the Sixers look like in that first quarter after, you know, this, this is a franchise that hasn't been to the conference finals since the Iverson days, since 2001. And, and like I said, I, I that's why, you know, nothing should surprise you this season, but I really thought they were going to finish this thing off last night. Opportunity still exists. Game seven on Sunday, which is going to be fascinating for all of us to get a chance to watch to you. You use the word frailty and we saw some of that as well last night. Uh, Denver closing out Phoenix 125 100 win. And in game six uh, to advance in the series. And uh, it, they had a 30 point lead at halftime and they just rolled through the Suns and reminiscent a little bit of uh, the Suns loss in game seven against Dallas of the Western semis last season. But before we get to Nikola Jokic in this Denver team, uh, which deserves a ton of credit, how do you frame Phoenix? Uh, Kevin Durant, 23 points. Uh, Cameron Payne had 31 points. Devin Booker was held to just 12 points on four of 13 shooting. Um, the, when the Kevin Durant trade happened, they obviously lost a lot of their depth. Um, CP3 not playing um, at this point in the series. A new team, a new group. Obviously, sometimes that takes time to gel and come together. But how do you frame what Phoenix did this postseason and also just the way in which that game last night finished? Well, the closeout is just, uh, it's shocking, really, that they could go down 30 at halftime in the game they need to save their season, even without DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul when it happened in game seven in Dallas last year. Those those halftime scores, you know, they're going to be cited and discussed and they, you know, there's no way to ignore. I mean, 57-27 against Dallas at halftime in game seven, 81-51 at halftime. I mean, it's, it's uh, <laughs> that... Those are uh, those are jarring numbers. You know, Phoenix, I, I, I guess I was. I was skeptical as great as Durant is, and I'm as huge a Durant fan as there is. I, you know, you were there and I'm sure you remember this. One of the most amazing. This will go down for me as one of the most amazing regular things I've seen. When the Nets were in Dallas very early in the season and Durant that night was not just his offensive genius, but like 
he decided in the second half he's taking Luka Doncic. The way he was picking up Luka Doncic full court and then carrying an offense by himself was just really one of the coolest things that I remember seeing in just, you know, a random regular season game that you're, you know, you're not expecting much. And and the guy still in his mid-30s can do so many things. But look, history tells us that mid-season trades just they very, very rarely lead to championships. You had Clyde Drexler going to Houston in 1995, but the Rockets were defending champs and had Akeem Olajuwon. So he was going to a pretty good, a pretty well-oiled machine at that point. Rasheed Wallace goes to Detroit in 2004. That's really the best example of a guy who comes in at midseason and a team goes to another level, but they also obviously had a great team already. And you could sit, we could do a whole podcast arguing which who was the most influential piston. Is it Chauncey Billups? Is it Rip Hamilton? Is it Ben Wallace? And Rashid Wallace was just the perfect missing puzzle piece. And then you had Mark Gasol to Toronto in 2019. But Gasol, as great a player as he was, was was still more of a complimentary piece on Kawhi Leonard's team. This was a midseason trade where you've traded your depth for the guy or the co-alpha alongside Devin Booker. And then they only play eight games in the regular season. And, you know, they're they're up against a team that's oozing continuity. I mean, that's what the Nuggets have. Nikola Jokic does not have an all-star sidekick. Jamal Murray has still never made an all-star game, but they have continuity and the deepest team they've probably had in the Jokic era. So score a point for continuity here. Yeah. Oozing is a right way to put it in. Nikola Jokic has just been oozing with production uh, throughout the course. He he always has. He obviously was the, the two-time MVP prior two seasons, uh, but what he's done in this postseason has been extraordinary. Last night had his 11th career playoff triple-double, and it wasn't um, wasn't one without flash. 32 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. Jamal Murray, as you mentioned, has been really good, 26 points. Um, but when you look at Jokic, how he plays, his game, I know you see him and watch it all the time. Jokic on the run, pretty. But it, at what point do you think Jokic will continue to maybe gain the, the, I don't know if it's proper respect, but for what he's actually accomplishing and how much that factors into them continuing to win and the performances that he's having now here in this postseason? I mean, my sense is he doesn't spend a lot of time thinking about it, but no question, this is eye-opening. Jokic kept alive, got the offensive rebound and the stick back. He is totally controlling this game right now. Denver just doesn't get a lot of attention. And I remember this was the case. You know, Allen Iverson was traded to Denver early in my ESPN days. And I thought, oh, you know, this is this is really going to put Denver in a spotlight that they're not used to being in. And they've got Carmelo Anthony and Allen Iverson. And even with Allen Iverson, Denver, it's just I don't know if it's a geographical thing. You know, they're in the mountain time zone, but like that they have always National attention has been slow to find the Nuggets, um, you know, for as long as I can remember. It's been like that. And, you know, Jokic is really being watched now closer than ever in these playoffs. And I think a big part of it was, you know, the whole the last six weeks, two months of the season, it just became this, oh, the you know, he's never done anything in the playoffs and he's got to validate his two MVPs in the playoffs. Jokic on the roll, gets to the basket, lays it in. He's made his last eight. Field goal. I never understood that 
take because they're now in the conference finals for the second time in four years, but the two years they didn't make it, he didn't have Jamal Murray. And then you look at their team, he doesn't have an all-star teammate. No, Jamal Murray can get very hot. We've seen it. The guy has two 50-point playoff games from the bubble, but you know hasn't made an all-star game. Aaron Gordon, excellent. MPJ, you know these are good. These these are players who fit well around him. But um, you know this is not a roster teaming with all star all star players. So um, it you know I, I again I don't know how much Jokic himself is actually uh, you know worried about it. But it's uh, it is it is nice to see that I think people are starting to realize this guy is just a major problem. Yeah, extraordinary. And Denver's going to find out who their potential Western Conference final opponent may be as the Lakers have an opportunity to close things out here tonight against the Warriors and the Miami Heat are hosting the New York Knicks with that same chance. We'll get to those games right after the break. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 
Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by the all-time great Hall of Famer, Mark Stein. Uh, Stein, a couple quick predictions from you as we got some game sixes here tonight on ESPN. 7.30 New York Knicks at the Miami Heat. The Heat lead the series 3-2 in the late game is the Golden State Warriors at the Lakers on ESPN at 10 p.m. Uh, with the Lakers up 3-2. Let's start with that Warriors-Lakers game. Warriors dominant in, in their win at the Chase Center in game five. Uh what, what do you expect out of this one here tonight? Well, no mystery here. I mean, I think it really all hinges on what kind of Anthony Davis we see. We would have said that no matter what, but obviously with the concussion scare that Anthony Davis had, and ultimately he did not enter the concussion protocol, and all signs are that he's going to play tonight, and the Lakers have him listed as probable, but on the injury report, there's, there's only a mention of his foot issues, so... How effective will Anthony Davis be? I mean, when when he is dialed in, uh, you know, I think he's shown in this series he's the best defensive player in the league. Like he, you know, how he looks, I think will will determine if the Lakers can close this thing out. And I, and that's the thing is, I think after what just happened with Philly, Boston, both the Lakers and Miami are going to be hyper focused tonight to try to close this thing out and uh again it's been such a weird season and a weird playoffs that you know maybe that you know the the, the warriors went down 3-1 maybe you know maybe this is the maybe this is the kind of postseason where we see a rally out of a 3-1 deficit i'm the, uh, the lakers they gotta finish this thing tonight they do not obviously do not want to go back to chase center for a game seven what about uh the Heat and Knicks. Will the well, Knicks I have live to, war- to see I have another to warn day? you that my predictions have not been uh, have not been uh, super <laughs> accurate lately. So, but I, my, uh, Miami, it's hard for me to see them not finishing the Knicks off. And this has been an amazing step forward season for the Knicks. Uh, I know they're the higher seed, but uh, Miami, I I picked them to win this series. Jimmy Butler has, you know. It's not just this postseason. Every postseason that he's been in a Heat uniform, he is one of the league's toughest outs, and they've got Spolstra. Like, just to me, the Heat have such a mature team. I just don't see them squandering the opportunity that Philly squandered. I I think the Heat closed this thing out. But again, as I said, I warn you that uh, my crystal ball my my crystal ball has been think, working lately i think i think for all of us for all of us this is uh this has been a season and a, and a postseason that has been tough to make any predictions uh mark stein hall of famer one of the all-time great writers and you continue to read all your stuff on the substack stein line as well as hear you with tnt's chris haynes on your podcast this league on cut a part of the iheart uh family of podcasts. Donnie, you're the best. I appreciate you and uh, look forward to seeing you again soon. Always good to catch up and see you. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.